No, listen, I'm, I'm so excited. I'm, thank God for my wife and my girls that are here today. Thank God for David, um, you know, asking me. Uh, for all of you that were a part of me being here, thank you so much. Uh, I understand that you could have had uh, a better preacher, uh, someone with higher class, but you chose me, and so and I thank you. <laughs> I thank you. Uh, if you have your word of the Lord, let's go to the word. Amen. Um, amen. Amen. Turn your Bibles, if you can, to the book of First Samuel. The book of First Samuel, chapter 30. The book of First Samuel, chapter 30. <clears throat> I'm going to read one verse, but I'm going to, amen, try to teach and preach. Amen. Oh, real quick. I told David, again, his 10 minutes is my intro. So, <laughs> so I need a clock person for real. Uh, who, who's going to be the clock person? Thank you. So when, when I get to nine minutes, let me know. I'll wrap up. Amen. <clears throat> Amen. Do you have the word of the Lord? Amen. The book, of, the book of 1 Samuel, chapter 30, verse number 8. And the Bible declares, And David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue after this troop? Shall I overtake thee? And he answered him, Pursue, for thou shalt surely overtake them, and without fail, recover all. People of God, friends and families, I want to encourage you today that God will favor who he called. There, there are many of us today, we, we, we all deal with issues. We all deal with things. I don't care who you are. It could be a death. It could be a son. It could be a daughter. It could be a, a, a husband or a wife. It doesn't matter. It could be health, wealth. We all have some kind of issue that we deal with. And, and my job today is to, to, to help us all to understand that God will favor you in the fight. God will favor you in the fight. In this story, we find that King David, he is a king, but not only a king. David, he, he has two things that he does better than anyone else. The first thing is he's a warrior. And the second thing, he is a worshiper. He, he's a warrior. He can wake up at three o'clock in the morning and put on and get a slingshot and go to fight. He, 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 it is who he is when he sleeps. But not only that, he is a worshiper. You, you, he's not like some of us. You call me at five o'clock in the morning. You know, worship may not be on my mind, but, but David is... <laughs> He's a worshiper. It, what, I, what I've learned about David, he's favored to fight. He's a warrior when he fights, and he's a worshiper in whatever he fights in. But how many of you know that I come to encourage you with this first point, that you're in a favored fight. You're in a favored fight. There are many of us in here today, we're in a situation that you did not ask to be in. You're going through something that you did not ask to go through. But can I encourage you and tell you, you're favored in the fight. You, you are favored in the fight. Not only are you favored in the fight, please watch the point number two. You have to be favored in the right fight. Many of us, at times, we get ourselves into situations that God did not anoint us to get in. 
Sometimes we, if, if you're like me, sometimes I'll just put my nose in somebody else's business trying to help them get through. But what if God did not tell me this is your fight? David done it. David done it in, in, in the word of God. He had left his home called Ziglag to go help fight a Philistine fight. He leaves his wife, his children, his daughters, his son. He leaves his family and he takes his army and they go down the street to go fight a fight that they were not supposed to be in. Y'all know what happened, don't you? The Philistine turns their back on David. He's fighting a fight and they find a fault with him. Have you ever tried to help someone that didn't really want your help? You leave who you were supposed to be with trying to help someone else, and in the moment of you helping them, they turn their back on you. You know what happened, don't you? David leaves his friend's family. David leaves the, the, the finance, he leaves everything. Can I, can I make a point here to say, make sure you choose the right fight. David goes down the street and on his way down, you know, I found out there is an issue with trying to fight fights that we weren't called to. Sometimes in the midst of the fight, there, we'll find ourselves in bigger problems with people, places, and things. We'll find, our pro we'll find ourselves in, 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 and not only do we find ourselves in bigger, we'll get hurt along the way trying to help other people. Be careful not to fight the wrong fight. What does David do? He returns back to Ziglag. And if you know the story, when he returns back to Ziglag, he finds out that his whole house has been burned down. The whole city is burned down. His wives, his daughters, his sons, his friends and his family, they're all gone. Can you imagine what David is thinking now? What would have happened if I had stayed home? Trying to do right. I didn't tell you, but this place, Ziglag, it means uncertainty. It means twist and turns. It means a winding road. Is there anybody like me that ever found yourself in a fight and you looked around and you, you were in a place of uncertainty? How did I get here? How did my life just twist and turn upside down? How did the smile turn upside down? How did I get here? Can I tell you you're still favored in that fight? Can I, can I tell you that I don't care how it is and, and I don't care the, the twist and the turn in your life? Can I just encourage someone in this place that it doesn't matter how bad it is, you're still favored in the fight? I want to let you know, people of God, that you're favored in something that doesn't look like you're supposed to be in. You're, you're favored in this. Here it is. Here's my next point. Make sure you worship over your weeping. Make sure you worship. Listen, it's okay to cry, but after you cry, turn your weeping into worshiping. I told you David was a warrior, but not only is he a warrior, he is a worshiper. What does that mean? David, verse number four says, he lifted his voice in weeping. Verse number six says, he was distressed and worrying. But I love verse number seven. He started worshiping. I don't care how bad the weeping is. Sometimes it does turn into distress, worrying. But you find a place 
to start worshiping. Because if you can worship over your worry, if you can worship over your weeping, the enemy will get mad at you. Because where he thought he was going to take you out, where he thought he was going to allow you to stay in a cave, oh, you find yourself coming out with your head up high. You find yourself coming up. Can, can you do me a favor and wipe your tears? Can you do me a favor and hold your head up saying, I'm still going to praise God, although I'm going through what I'm going through. I'm going to praise God. Watch, watch what David does. David, he gets to a place to where he knows, he understands that his wife and his, his children, his, everybody is out of, out of sync. David started worshiping. Here it is. Why? Because he understood that God is still on his side. If you doesn't hear anything else, I want you to understand God is still on your side. Whatever you're going through, he's still on your side. Things that we cannot handle, he's still on your side. What do I want you to do? I want you to continue to worship God. This is important because after he gets to a place, David has to get permission from his father. I'm in verse number eight now. David inquires of the Lord, saying, Lord, shall I pursue after this truth? My wife, my children, my family, my finance, my health even is going down. David says, God, shall I pursue? And I like what God says. He says, David, not only shall you pursue, but I'm going to favor you to recover all. That's my word to someone today because someone has been wondering, when am I going to come out of this twist? When am I going to come out of this turn? When am I going to come out of this, this dangerous place? Oh, I come to encourage you to let you know you're coming out and you're going to recover all. You're going to recover your health. You're going to recover your wealth. You're going to recover your peace. You're going to recover your joy. You're going to recover your, your, your mind. Everything that the enemy has tried to slip away from you, you will recover all. This is, what it, it is, this is what's going on. This is the first time that David asked God for help in spiritual warfare. Remember the first time he tried to help his, his enemies, the Philistines, he didn't ask God to fight that battle. But this time he said, God, shall I pursue? The reason why I want you to understand this and want us to understand is because when God is on our side, there is no enemy that is going to overtake us. If God gives us permission to go after it, if God allows us to engage in spiritual warfare, we're going to win. Can I just tell you, I, I know some of us have lost some people in, in, in our family. We have lost maybe a job or we have lost whatever it is. It doesn't really matter. God is going to favor you in that thing. David, he finally gets to a place to worship. And here's where I want to end. David is, a, is in a place that God promised him favor. Who in this place need favor today? Favor in your family, favor in your house, favor in your ministry, favor on your job. Oh, we need favor today. And, and let me show you a thing that I like about what David does. David goes up the street to recover all. The first person that he runs into is his enemy on the side of the road, needing help. I would have I been happier if he would have ran into people that were gonna celebrate him, but it is amazing how God will allow us to run into people that done us wrong to help them first. And he helps him. But not only does he help him, David goes a little further. 
and David then recovers all that he lost. But when David comes home, there were 200 soldiers that did not go to war. And men did not want to give them what they deserved. But David said, no, no, no. We're even going to bless the ones that stayed home. Why is that important? Because sometimes we ought to bless people that don't think they deserve to be blessed. God didn't choose us to be blessed, to choose who we want to bless. He called us to just bless. He says, I'll cause men to give unto your bosom to bless. Our job is to bless. I want to tell you today, friends, that you are favored. So if you ever feel like you're running low in peace, just remember you're blessed to be blessed. Give peace. If you ever feel like that you're running low in joy, you're blessed to be blessed. If you ever feel like you have no hope, remember when you come to church here today, you leave with hope. You leave with peace. You leave in a better state of mind. Will you look at someone and just say, you're favored in the fight. You're favored in the fight. Amen. I want to just encourage all of us today to understand that no matter who you are, no matter where you're going, remember God called you to be blessed. Your enemy can't stop your blessing. Your friends can't stop your blessing. And your family can't stop your blessing. You're favored in the fight. Amen. Let us pray. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen.